0: This show is brought to you by Slice on Broadway. Supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza, sliceonbroadway.com. And listeners like you support this show at patreon.com slash awesomecast.
1: Sidekick Media Services. We are your sidekick in business for social media, video production, and more. Find out more at sidekickmediaservices.com.
0: Live from the Sorgatron Media Studios in the Beachview neighborhood of Pittsburgh, PA, where there's a refrigerator truck parked out front. Wait, what are you doing with my view? This is the awesome cast. I'm Mike Sorgat, Sorgatron on the Twitter. We're ready to talk tech, get geeky, and have a lot of fun here uh, with people in and around the Pittsburgh area doing fun, geeky things. uh, With me, uh, uh, live from Studio C. In the big D of Dormont, PA, is, uh, we probably shouldn't call it the big D, uh, is John (laughs) Chichilla. He's a gadget guru, a big bank international Esquire.
2: How's it going today? I I think every time a van shows up out front, you should turn on a Wi-Fi network that's called like FBI van and call the police and be like, there's a weird van outside. And every time it shows up, this Wi-Fi hotspot shows up. And and just see what happens. See if they make all the vans move. Right. And then you get your taco stand (laughs) back.
0: Right. Because I need to cause more controversy. Here on Broadway Avenue. Uh, also, we have a great guest with us. She is a podcaster. She is, she is returning to the show, and also she'll be our guest on the awesome chat later this week. Subscribe to that. Marta Napoleon Mazzoni of Marta on the Move podcast joining us.
1: Hey, everybody. How we doing? I got all
0: three of your names right you again. You did. That's two in one night. I know.
1: I'm proud of you. <laughs> Thank you for joining us again. How you been doing? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here.
0: Awesome. A uh, real quick for the people, uh, the uninformed, what is Marta on the Move? about
1: Marta on the move is essentially I interview people that move me and what moves them. Um throw in some travel inspirations, general narratory, interesting people in places.
0: Awesome, and just back from New York City too.
1: Yeah. Awesome.
0: Uh, and of course this is your awesome cast that's why I say awesome a lot uh, you can check us out at awesomecast.com to subscribe to this and the awesome chat and the awesome tips and everything else that we have going on there and you can subscribe to the awesome cast as a podcast on iTunes Stitcher Spreaker iHeartRadio as well as the video versions on the awesome cast uh, Facebook and video page and also please follow the uh, Facebook page especially because that's where we go live every Tuesday 7 p.m. Eastern time you can join us in the chat room like our good friends like uh, Wheels, Brandon, uh Crazy Krause has been hanging out with us. I know he's watching our Beach View view before the refrigerator truck uh, showed up. Uh, so and really appreciating that. Uh, it, oh, yes?
3: Stop your roll here. That's not my role. There's, there's a question. I'm never going to get my roll back. There's a question in the dock that could be affecting show quality. So I'm bringing it to your attention. Thank you, Chilla.
0: Oh, no, no. It, yeah there, there's it, it, it's, it's a different source, Chilla. It's okay. okay. It's okay. It's okay um but anyways um now i don't know where i was at
3: i guess you just need to take do, it from the top what
0: do i oh from the top please subscribe to us on itunes Stitcher, Spreaker. no wait that's not right
3: um professionals throw it out to our
0: streaming partners our friends are t- uh, carrying us over on the com, as well as the 405 media um we're, we're streaming i know on the 405 every uh weekday at 9 a.m pacific time and then it's uh noon uh eastern time for the rest of you guys if you want to catch up with the show uh, so thank you to all of them uh, helping us get out to a few more people out there and also thank you to our patreon supporters you can support us at patreon.com awesome cast thanks to our coffee club member matt weller uh, he gets all the uh, uh, super geeky deep dive stuff that we do, like probably the thing that I was telling Chilla about a little earlier, um, about how I screwed up my internet this entire time in the old studio. And and also thanks to our uh, fan of the show level, uh, Mike, Michael Fedor, uh Mike Vidor show on the Twitter as well as Matt underscore Weller on the Twitter thanks for supporting the show um you guys supporting it uh really means a lot and uh it, we literally need to keep the lights on now in the new studio uh so if anybody else wants to do that, but you don't have to, please share the show tell our people about it, other people about it subscribe rate on iTunes or wherever you might find us so that other people can expand the awesomeness in the awesome cast can, so yes sheila can
2: can can we do a ten dollar brick contributor level where where we can get the brick wall back?
0: <laughs> we're going to build it brick by brick right <laughs> sure you yeah, that hey that's an idea they uh bring bring <laughs> chilla his wall back uh <laughs> so uh we'll look into that we will we'll look into the logistics but if you if you have any suggestions especially if you're contributing to the patreon you are our boss So we are definitely going to listen to you above all else here because you are contributing. You're executive producers of the shows. Uh, We're some level of producer. I don't know exactly how Hollywood works. But anyways, um, so with that, let's get into our awesome thing of the week. And Marta, you have a really interesting one.
1: I do have an interesting one. So my interesting one that I was looking at gadgets and tech of the week was that you can set up your own drive-in in your backyard very, very cheaply. And that caught my attention because years ago I smuggled a like a a student. I didn't smuggle it. It was on the like the black market where somebody came in with a bunch of projectors that they got somewhere, somewhere. And even back then I bought it for like four hundred dollars. And the bulbs are super expensive. And it it was like cost an arm and a leg to try and have that movie theater experience. But now they're doing it. It's like nickels and dimes. Maybe not nickels and dimes, but it's pretty cheap. Mm. So they had all of the gadgets. They had everything that you needed to put up to make your experience like a drive-in movie theater. And it included not the huge speaker system that we used to have to drag out that we had in college. It's like miniature speaker bars. And they had all the chairs. They had the projector and how easy it was to set up. Um, the projector itself and it was just awesome that's great uh, you it know it's amazing
0: it, you know looking at it, we, we, we talked in the last couple of weeks of um, the little uh mic you know pico projectors and things like these hundred dollar ones that that we're using and even wheels in the chat room picked one up after brian uh uh Crawford had had suggested it and he hooked up his Chromecast and was watching the show on his wall
1: yeah (laughs) that's that's how easy it is yeah you just need a couple chords and you're good to go I remember like just throwing up the sheet you know but it's it's gone so much it's so much further than that now
0: I pulled up real quick. I, I I just I just just kind of threw in a Google search. Here's one from from July on ABC News. Is this one of them you were looking at?
1: Oh no, this so is my friend has one of those. That's a blow up one. That's a blow um, up one, and
0: all the kids are in like little box cars. Yeah, sitting.
1: <laughs> that's really cute though. So my friend brought for my 35th birthday, and my backyard is not big, but he brought mm-hmm. um, his blow up one. And I'll tell you what, it went up really quickly, like super quick and came down really quickly as well. So that's another option. Yeah. That's awesome. I love movies, so. <laughs> I just had to throw that one out there.
0: Awesome. Uh Chilla, what's your awesome thing of the week?
2: So my and I usually don't get into the the you know, Intel made an announcement about a new chipset that yeah, it's faster, blah 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 blah. You'll see it in machines, but it, Intel actually announced their 8th generation chipset um Part of this, is it's a refresh of the existing KB Lake. So as we talked earlier in the year about the new MacBook Pros and not having 32 uh, gig of RAM, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, you're still going to be under that that 16 gig limit. But what I thought was interesting, and you might too, is they are no longer creating uh, dual core chips. What? So yeah, so there'll be no more dual core dual core chips every chip that they produce, whether it be i3, i5, i7, even down to the U series, it's like that that old core M processor, everything is gonna be quad core and higher, which means that every processor will have eight threads running through it. So, I, I, When you think about machines like the Mac Mini that still run that dual core processor and some of the lower end equipment, um there's going to be no more of that they're they're saying it's due it's due to them wanting to handle things like 4K video VR and 3D um so obviously more machines will need that I, but what i think we're going to end up seeing is those 4 core chips coming in at the dual core price so everybody's going to get huge spec bumps with new hardware and if you think back to let's just say you're you're a person that replaces their machine even every four years, these types of processors, you're probably going to see like a a two to 400% increase in performance just by replacing your machine. So I'm looking forward to how different companies accept these chips and move them into their equipment. Um, Intel made a statement that you're going to see the first mainstream machines using these chips in the fall Um, as we hit the holiday seasons and potentially even some, some other equipment using them even sooner, um, this this has happened in the past, like when I think Microsoft released the surface Four, they were the first one on the KB Lake processors. Um, again, like I said, it's, it's usually not something that's that incredibly different to me, or, you know, it's just a minor spec bump every year, but I feel like this is really going to change the platform. As far, as far as people buying new machines and the the baseline of what those machines bring to the table
0: so basically yeah basically if you went to walmart best buy and went to try to get a computer like it, it's not really much different than the year before right and so you're saying that we're, this is going to be significant is this going to be is this going to do a lot for gaming or you know, like just general higher end work well, well you
3: think yeah. about, think
2: about it when you were trying to use the the dual core device, I had to do green screen work, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Three old processor, dual core, even with the i7, this is going to bring a lot of that capability forward. So, and I'm I'm also wondering, when you think about um, Microsoft releasing the Fall Creators update and some of the built-in video editing they're bringing in, now any machine that's released is probably going to... Be able to use that technology without a bunch of hiccups. Or you're, the hundred ninety nine dollar PC at Walmart is going to be a lot better in six months than the hundred ninety nine PC today. You know is, what I mean? Is
1: that the time frame, John? Is that is it six months? Right around there?
2: Yeah. It's well, they're saying the first machines are going to hit. They're going to hit in the fall. So in the fall,
1: man. There's yeah. people out there that just got one. <laughs> they're just so <laughs> mad right now.
2: Take back if you just bought a computer, you may want to think about holding Hold, hold, bring out the old, the old one, and dust it off, and Uh, take the new one mm -hmm. back. Or should you wait three
1: months? Should you like wait for the? Is it going to be like you know Vista? Should you wait a little while? (laughs) No, because this is is the second gen. Get the kinks out.
2: This is the second gen of the KB Lake, so Um, this is already kind of version two. Okay, Um, and and I feel like if you get into the I'm going to wait mentality, there's a new processor line every year so by the time it's six months old eh, you know the new one's going to be out in six months and then you you wait wait. six months after that that's kind of my attitude perpetual wait
0: (laughs)
1: like i'll wait i'll wait another (laughs) five years until
0: Till this one. Until something di- breaks. Till this computer dies, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, you know, when Facebook starts lo- stops loading anymore, then it's like, yep. yeah, maybe I maybe move on. maybe I
1: should do something about yeah, this.
0: Yeah, yeah. Hey, well, this is a studio that's run on half of this stuff is like a yeah. Core Duo two. So uh, you know, we 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 know about running it until it breaks. Uh, around here i don't even know what this is an amd i don't even know what that thing is updates it's somehow you know maybe if we updated like you know john's lip sync would be a little better (laughs) for instance but uh yeah it it, it happens at least the network works now um (laughs) you know you're talking about that and, and and throwback techie thing um, it, it, the more you're talking about how oh you can do all the video features that come in Windows, it reminds me of like MMX in like the, around 1999, yeah. and, you know when that was a thing in Pentium processors, you know with the MMX technology, which is extra instructions and all your multimedia is going to work better, right? I don't know, I don't know, you know, it, it just kind of reminded me me of that a little bit, you know, yeah, your, I, your your multimedia CD-ROMs are going to run so much smoother now. I and mean, you
2: that goes all the way back to like. The what is it? 486 DX and SX with the math co-processor, yep. oh, all that yeah. kind of stuff. Where I, I feel like they're they're not giving you some kind of additional instruction set or some kind of gimmick to 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 jump onto. They're just merely taking all of the processors and saying, you know what? There's going to be no more dual core processors. Everything's going to be quad core. Um, and it, uh, to me, that that's not just a, a, a gimmick. It is full strength of the processor.
3: Hmm
1: awesome
0: yeah that's pretty cool all right we hit movie we hit we hit we hit the deep computer tech um i'm gonna go uh back in the day now i was not the most diehard do- dungeons and dragons person but somebody else was here um and a lot of my friends were uh and, and i have dipped my toe in dungeons and dragons and I appreciate a good game of that and some other other role-playing games but i was really excited and, and maybe this is the kind of thing that brings me back to this um so finally finally according to motherboard there is going to be an official digital tool set for dungeons and dragons guys so like to the point where and we're talking about like sites and software on tablets iphones browsers that you can like the, the in this motherboard article they talked about like in in like a minute they just auto rolled like their known character named muzzle or something and and like they were ready to go Right. And I remember that being like a, a big thing. Like, it's like you 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 took a night to just figure out your character. Right. And uh, even to the point where they're going to have Twitch integration, uh, I didn't dive too much into that. But, you know, that idea, you know, we've talked about with some other things and I ha- actually have done a session of, of role playing with the creator of a wrestling role player game um, for Wrestling Mayhem show, you know, like, you know, doing these as live streams you know and and playing your characters and and going through that process is is, you know it's something people people like to watch and it's kind of a cool thing to broadcast and now you know they're kind of putting that in mind um with with these uh tools so and and you can buy your books you can buy your your dungeon are you a dungeon dragon i've seen you looking at this
1: (laughs) no so i've i've played it before I I've played it in like the raw form where it was just the storytelling and things like that Mm -hmm. I have to admit I feel like people are going to be either loving this or hating it oh yeah yeah right because I mean in my mind it kind of it kind of feels like it's taking away from everybody getting together and having this like it's like it's kind of like the last thing that tech hasn't touched (laughs) You know what I mean? It, not the last thing, but it's one of the last things. Storytelling and um, meeting up with friends and doing things like that. So what's so what's like the next thing if it's going, I don't know. Well, I I'm, I, I'm old school.
0: I think already, because I, I feel like things like Google Hangouts and Twitch and, and, and Skype, like you can already kind of, you don't have to be in the same room. So you can play that game. Like when we played our RPG game, like the guy lived in like Chicago or something that was running it. I'm a couple of us were in a Pittsburgh area. One guy's in Poughkeepsie. You know, I think that kind of opens that up a little bit because I know one big problem is everybody that was like diehard d- 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 D&D, like, oh, we're not in the same area. Getting we everybody get together. Yeah. Like, and that kind of breaks that down a little so bit. So
1: that's the good part it's, of it. It's, it's not a, meant to be yeah. a
0: replacement, right? Yeah. But but also uh, d and D's is a little heady for me to get into. I I mean I've always jumped in with somebody else as a, as a
1: storyteller. Yeah, as the storyteller, have as a the dungeon master. master yeah. yeah, like somebody that was like the pro dungeon master, yeah. right?
0: So I think like seeing something like this kind of um, helps that burden a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that maybe I'll jump in and and can roll it a little a little, a little I think, easier. I think Missy's like I think Missy Missy is a is I say Missy's had some pretty.
1: I'm kind of curious to see what's Major
0: what D&D experiences. So he
3: used to play every weekend practically in college. And when I saw this, I was kind of, this is interesting because, Sword, you've known me since I've been out of college. How often have I played D&D?
0: Right. Now, there was that Vampire Dark Ages campaign that went pretty deep. talk but...
3: about great storytellers, <laughs> we had an amazing dungeon master. Mm-hmm. And that was one of the things that I looked forward to when we would play. He doesn't live
1: here. Uh, which means
3: this could open it up to, to getting get my college D and D buddies oh. back together. Okay. Well
1: that's, that's just romantic. <laughs> <laughs> it is romantic. What?
3: But no, that's that's not that's, all romance has to be. No, no, you no. Know? Yeah, absolutely. No. And, and that's the thing. Like I'm looking at it as a potential opportunity to rekindle old friendships and maybe, you know, bring Sorg along for, for some fun with it. Um, but also getting back in touch with people that I haven't really talked to in a whole lot because just but, time and distance
2: do these tools these tools don't replace the dungeon master and the storytelling? they're just no. the supplementary tools to roll your character and to to keep and store your character. What would be interesting is will we see to, to what Missy's talking about, will we see much like they have podcasts where it's kind of a murder mystery played out or whatnot? will we see Dungeons and Dragons? style podcast where oh. it's the storyteller using mm-hmm. all of these tools and everyone in disparate locations kind of chiming in
0: oh that would be interesting actually you kind of already do like they're out there are they? they're they definitely out there there's role-playing game ones and, and uh, even uh, um, uh that
1: would be super fun if you could just get into the character right <laughs> right and then you become, have the accent and just go go down just that go, go hole. deep into just it follow right? it
0: and you, you you split it up to like a half an hour hour episode at a time. I mean yeah. just play a giant session, split it up in the episodes and boom, put it out there.
1: This might be your next podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and next and, and, and next on me, media. media right now. Right? And yeah, I mean somebody out there is is just week. like we were just talking about like how do you find your passion in podcasting? Mm-hmm. You know, it just comes to. You. Somebody out there just heard this and is like, "Oh my god, I'm starting this. How do I do it? that would take that would take a lot of um organization
0: absolutely but if somebody's a a big dungeon master to begin with i don't think that's too far to go there
1: no that's that's i like this idea Uh all
0: right we had a little bit of a glitch there we are back i don't know if we could share any of the things we came up with off air about dungeons and dragons but (laughs) check it out um and whatever new apparent uh podcast coming soon the storage media network around uh, dungeons and dragons right chilla so <laughs> um so i want to give a shout out to our friends of course slice on broadway supporting the pittsburgh podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza um here on this show and uh, and all of our, all of our friends that do come in here uh, around their lunch break although although i know marta has been um uh, uh, maybe maybe influenced by the mexican around here as well so mm, some good places uh, but we do But thank you so much to our friends, ladies on Broadway, uh, right up the line here in Beachview. Um, right along the T lines, the only place where the T and God knows what else that just went by that I've never seen before on this road, uh, <laughs> uh it's a work truck or something. Um, but uh, they're also down at Carnegie, uh, PA, down on Main Street as well. The PNC Park, home of the Pittsburgh Pirates, uh, great stuff. Online ordering. I hear that you can grow up it all the way over to uh, where uh, Uncle Crappy lives over in Bellevue as well. So uh, check it out. It's great stuff. It's awesome pizza. And thank you to them for. Supporting the show. PGH underscore slice on the Twitter and let them know the awesome cast sent you. All right, we got a couple other submitted stories. I think Missy might have had one or two as well. um Oh, Missy, tell me about what's going on in Harmer Township.
3: Oh, so random Facebook post that I found. So we're just going to bring up the nice picture over here for you. They have a safe space for essentially it's a parking space that's available for online meetups. So you buy something from a person on Craigslist and you don't want to have them come to your house. You don't want to go to their house, obviously. Where is some sort of neutral location that you can meet? Uh, Instead of trying to figure something out, the Harmer Township has a meetup spot. And the nice thing about their meetup spot is that it is at the police station and it's under... Surveillance of the police station, so like you have camera coverage and different things like that. So in case some creeper is meeting you to you know do something weird, you have a safe spot that you can go. Is it under surveillance from the police station? I I think well? they said that it's positioned with cameras. Oh wow!
0: It, it actually says right on the okay. sign: um, live video recording in case of emergency. Call nine one one. Yeah. So oh, yeah, wow. and it was also um, the
3: you're off camera you're off a uh, microphone sort oh.
0: <laughs> donated by offer up which is one of those yeah. one of those yeah. you know one of those apps that's um, cool. that I think I just bought my I got this TV from uh, in here so um yeah no, do no, that's really awesome and, and 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 I think it's needed you know and it's not it's not like a town that I would think of it. so I'm wondering like what other PlayStation's in the area might have uh these kinds of things especially something like offer up is providing it and good on them to recognize something like
1: mm, that. That is neat. Did I see one of the submissions be the immersive theater scary place yes. in Orlando? I want to talk about that. Absolutely. Uh, that was actually submitted by
3: uh, Chris Whitlatch, mm-hmm. who does a lot of that fun stuff here. So. And it
0: will be joining us in
1: September. Yes. I'm a big fan. So, yeah. Tell us all about that, Marta. <laughs> no. So, I was I was reading up at this. It's, um, it's a haunted attraction I'm going to call it an attraction in Orlando and basically they are combining escape rooms immersive theater and like a scary haunted house all in one it takes place outside Uh, it's about an hour long and they're using different tech in your flashlights to make the experience uh, a little bit crazier for you Um, there's actors along the way I believe they send you different texts before your planned visits so you can really kind of get in to the whole experience which i'm totally into
0: this has a bit of a stranger things vibe from the looks yes. of things
1: yeah they actually write that in the article that it's 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 like a throwback to stranger things not as much blair witch but um stuff like that i think that looks really cool i love i'm i'm curious what they're going to do in terms of escape rooms for it though if they're going to have like some sort of clue you have to get out of. Um, something like that cuz we have something like that in Pittsburgh that uh castle blood mm. is like that.
0: We have castle blood, we have the Imaginarium, we have escape room Pittsburgh, yes. you know, and, you know some some of them around, you know, a little more theatrics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... we have, we
1: have some of the best cuz I've done mm. escape rooms all over the world and I will say I I haven't seen anything as good in terms of just escape rooms as mm. Enter the Imaginarium in terms of production value and just all around scenery. It's crazy. It's awesome. I know.
0: Um, so oh, I'm I, I just missed the thing. I know it was on Orlando Orlando Informer, but I didn't catch the website for this. Um, hold on, I just had the video. Best uh, the Beast of Blackwood is is the uh, is the uh, name of it. If you want to check it out and look it up. The Beast of Blackwood. The Beast of Blackwood. Um, thirty five dollars per person.
1: That's uh, not bad actually. Most escape rooms are right around there. Mm-hmm. Twenty five to thirty five
0: excellent um also uh, riz of course uh dropped us a couple of uh a pretty good uh gaming related one uh first of all under consideration the paris olympic committee is talking about including gaming of course it's been pretty big lately uh the major league gaming uh the nba teams that are doing doing gaming <laughs> around like have you
1: heard about this i'm, no, like- I'm just laughing because it's like it uh it's like the movie the wizard Yes, like come to life. Basically, <laughs> That's yes, amazing.
0: Basically, um, you, speaking of the wizard, when I was at Re- we play FX, and I was I was chatting with people about you know around the Doctor Mario competitions, mm-hmm. I was working for volunteering, and uh, they talked about like yeah, I did the world the Nintendo World Championships, and my head is like like the
1: wizard like. The reveal of Mario three. Right, right,
0: right, right. But it turns out it was like it was a thing they did at Best Buy across Uh, America.
2: (laughs) But there was there was one that came to Pittsburgh because it was at the old Convention Center. Because I did it when I was a kid, and it was before the Wizard came out. Really, it was like a lead up to that. Yeah, and they they had had
1: huge promotions for that movie. I mean, they really killed it back then. And the championships,
0: the championships were a real thing. Yep. And, you know, there was the cartridge in the back of the Nintendo powers that was like, oh, you could win this. And it was like this special edition, like Mario and Tetris and like one other game. And and you had to get so many points in this and then get so many points in Tetris and then so many points in the next thing. And that was the competition. It was a specially kind of formatted cartridge um, of those games. So, so anyways, so it's become bigger, Twitch and, and, and Major League Gaming and Dota and, and StarCraft and all these things. So so now we have multiple nations that are like China. StarCraft is really big. Uh, Dota, I think, is kind of everywhere. Um, Korea has a few games that they're like really specialized in. So now the Olympic Committee is, is seriously looking at these as things that can
2: be Legitimate. included in the Olympics. I would watch
1: Olympics. that. <laughs> <laughs> it, I it, mean, I it, would. It? I would.
2: Wasn't it EA a couple about a month ago that that came forward and said they're they're raising the minimum pay to all the Overwatch players, the professional Overwatch players, to uh-huh. fifty grand plus bonuses.
1: Jeez. Wow!
2: <laughs> so I mean, it's a it's definitely you could well, a livable wage with mm-hmm.
1: virtual reality. I feel like they have to step up their game with that as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's even though virtual reality scares the crap out of me, but.
0: Okay, well, that, that, then this next story makes sense, too. Uh, <laughs> how about a VR game oh. that you're all in the same room, and it's a zombie escape game, and here there's going to be in this video here you can see like what it looks like you're now here's what so you're going to see each other in the space and everything right but but what scares me is the one person that was apparently swinging a sword of some sort I'm just completely going to kabonk the people around me with that thing um you know even though I completely oh, see where they're at
1: I don't know so
0: you're walking around in a room it knows where you're at it you, you see everybody else It knows, you know you're hold, you're holding gun shaped things and looks like a proton pack <laughs> Uh, and, and, and it, it takes you through and, and you're with your friends and it's a, a very interactive I'm loving these headsets I and mean, you know, it has kind of the motion tracking balls and everything. And then you end up you're on a cliff. <laughs> That's great. Um, this is in Russia. They're going to be opening a location in London as well. And I did miss what the name of the game is. Uh, well, if, so you say,
1: if, if, I'm sorry, John, go ahead.
2: If you hit the other player with your sword, are they out? Like, do you kill them?
1: I think so. I, I think it will think interact so, with that. Yeah. Also, like pro-
2: like friendly fire? Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, also, you're going to physically hit them with the sword. Um, oh, God. It's called AnvioVR, A-N-V-I-O-V-R, if you want to look up more information about this. Also
1: code for destroying friendships. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs>
0: from D D to the whole other end of this right i mean it kind of feels like the the laser tag kind of thing just a little more to it uh and, and really they're just kind of in an empty room but and of course you know they're seeing platforms that they have to step over and everything like that but i wonder how that reacts when you like fall off a platform oh, like like you know do you physically like visually fall and now you're in a separate place or something or or what happens there that's so. a
1: lot of that's a lot of um Signing your life away when you, when you oh, step yeah. up to the plate. Oh, there's a waiver to this yeah. thing. Is it like
0: one the it's few... like
3: 10 pages long. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. What? Keep in mind that this is Russia that's doing this right oh, now. Oh, yeah. There's no Do waivers. They... Yeah, they don't care. <laughs> but it's a good test field for when it comes here.
0: And Soviet Russia. Waiver signs you. Um...
1: <laughs> the Russians. I'm the destroyer. Sorry.
3: I so say you watched some glow. I love
0: glow. Yes. Glow was amazing. Glow was absolutely amazing. Um so uh, you know speaking of new technologies that will obviously take over the world um and, and probably conquer us our room service robot what is <laughs> one now, it's called Aura it's in Singapore and it's at the M Social Hotel and uh, it, it's it's you know not replace you're not aiming to replace you know their workers or anything but just something that will like bring you you know your packages and your, your room service and everything like that and it <laughs> looks like it's straight out of like something i saw in like short circuit 30 mm-hmm, years ago 1980s so um but you know it, it just and it goes and docks itself and it has a little see if we get a video here to see it, it's got a little like pop-up kind of storage oh, situation uh so, so
3: here's Here's my thought on it. I think I would be happier if it looked like Rosie from The Jetsons.
1: Yes, I could definitely get a little bit more behind it if it did. It looks like a
0: kiosk on wheels. Yeah, it, it looks does.
3: like a trash can on wheels. <laughs> it does. Uh, like, like, I'm I'm sorry. That's all I'm that I'm seeing is.
1: Mm-hmm. I love that the the signs say that like we're down below. They're like the hotel is not looking to replace their employees with robots, and then it's like this is a robot that's bringing you shit. Sorry, saying, I swear. <laughs> oh, you're good. Okay. <laughs> I
0: love, well, I love this guy because he looks so like upset about the robot coming up to him. Like he looks offended, and he just has his newspaper. <laughs> <He's>
1: like <laughs> so, now, get away from me! Sorry, i
2: I'm also wondering, like, if I was in an elevator and I saw one of these things roll in and it was going to someone's room, I would definitely be tempted to reach over and see what's inside. Like, what prevents? Like, is there something yeah. that keeps others from walking by this in the hallway and just? Tapping it and opening it up, yeah. Middle room
0: key, key lock. yeah, yeah or your room key or something, or is it, it's kind of a spatial thing, you know, where it kind of knows where it is and when not to open mm-hmm. it.
1: Could perhaps? be locked in some sort of device. When it gets to that certain room, it unlocks. And what what's like the capacity of what it's carrying? I would imagine it would be like, like it said, water, mm-hmm. a newspaper, but like I'm not pulling a sandwich out of that thing. I'm just saying. <laughs> It could I don't like, trust
3: it. It could be like a refrigerator on wheels. I don't know. I don't, I don't trust it.
1: What would be funny is if
2: you grabbed your newspaper and then put your old half-eaten sandwich back, back in there. In. For the next person.
0: <laughs> Food you. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: Chilla, oh, what, that's funny. What, what, what stories do you want to touch on here from what you uh, have in the, the,
2: the, um, the We've covered Astropad, which is kind of like a photo sh- – Uh, photoshop based application to use your ipad as a second screen we've also covered duet display
0: i Um, live with duet display duet display duet display plus uh final cuts more recent addition of being able to do a second screen for like putting the video up that you're editing has been fantastic for me
2: so so AstroPad. um kickstarted the the astro headquarters who created astropad studio which is definitely based like i was saying with photoshop in mind from doing the same thing kind of as duet display Um, they launched a product on kickstarter today called luna display and it turns any ipad into a second wireless display Um, what i like about this is keyword on wireless display so i'm definitely interested to see what this would be like i think one of the powers of duet display that makes it so lag free is the fact that it is wired in so i'm interested to see how they've conquered the wireless side of it Um, interestingly enough it's actually a dongle because we love dongles it plugs into your laptop in either the USB-C or mini display port so it's actually making your it's using the standard display port instead of tr- driving data across USB. Um, you can use a USB cable, um, but the, the the Display dongle lets it go wireless. And I, I'm I'm actually probably going to go out and and kickstart this. Um, they immediately raised about three hundred percent of their goal in the Jeez. first few hours. What? Um, and at a at a sixty dollar pledge. Um, I, I feel that this device is worth it, especially because it's not it's not traversing from what it looks like. It's not traversing your wireless network. It's a point to point connection from the iPad directly to the DisplayPort on your laptop. Huh. Um, only unfortunate thing is that it is a May 2018 launch. Um, so we're we're months and months and months away, much most like any other Kickstarter campaign. Um but them hitting ninety thousand out of the thirty thousand they were looking to do and the quality that they have with Astropad, um, it's definitely something I'm interested in. Sorry. And then in the link, there's a there's a couple there's a couple of videos in there, not that you necessarily oh, you are playing them. Okay, cool.
0: Yep, yeah, yeah, we're playing a little bit of this, so we're seeing the little dongle and everything like that as you're you're kind of discussing it. And it looks cool because it looks like it's kind of a realistic like this is your Mac as a touch screen. Kind of idea, as I completely have this old junky Windows 10 laptop that I've been doing that here during the show, right until the battery died.
1: Um, you I know, need to it, go back to school. <laughs> <laughs> there needs to be like tech school for, uh, you know, thirty-somethings. They catch you up. Yeah, like Tech 101, but really, it's just all the new tech that's coming out explained mm-hmm. very easily.
0: It's what we try to do here
1: <laughs> but like hands-on with yeah, the actual exactly. physical thing be like uh, i would not know what to do with that thing it's not a bad idea i mean i'm just saying
0: there you go there you go chilla we can we can spearhead that
2: yeah we, we could actually we should we should kick it off at pod camp
0: oh uh, let's uh we'll, we'll fill you in on what's happening with pod camp. Actually, oh, can we, okay can we discuss that can we mention that what give me a microphone and Hey. Uh, what's happening with Podcamp?
2: Give, give are her we, give her two turntables and a microphone.
3: Yes. <laughs> are we ready to wrap the show? Because I can I can take I mean, it home we with We can.
0: Us. I mean we we can yeah, I think it was a good good point.
3: Okay. Um we're about that time. All right. Yeah, if, if you're ready to take it home, I'll take it home with podcamp. So uh podcamp, yes. There is a podcamp this year. It is going to be the weekend of September thirtieth and October first. So we get the little monthly crossover there. It is going to be at Point Park University. And what we were discussing as an organizing committee is having us do the presentation end of things on Saturday. So you're going to have the podcamp people providing the basic uh, you know, podcasting, social media, blogging, and a couple of other just basic tracks. We're going to keep it open for other people to kind of fill in the rest of that day with 10 other sessions. And then Sunday is going to be, all right, we taught you how to do this yesterday. Now we're going to put it into action. We're going to work with you to actually do this. Uh, so podcasting was one of the biggest things that that was talked about. So you go into Sorg's podcasting, essentially 101, 201, 301, truncated together. Get your basic notes and information there. And then you want to go ahead and do a podcast, but you're still not sure about it because they threw a lot of information at you on Saturday. Sorg and his fellow podcasting compatriots are going to be there to help you kind of walk through what your podcast, what you're going to need for your, your tech and your setup for it. And they're going to show you kind of hands on with it. And it can be one of those situations where we have some people sign up and we randomly select, you know, so many people, if we get a huge grouping of people that want to do it, that we hand select, you know, just randomly different people. we put your thing together while using it as a tutorial for other people who want to kind of come around and take notes and see it in action. Mm -hmm. We're going to do the same thing for social media, both uh, Twitter and Facebook and some of the other stuff uh, as well as uh, websites and pod or not podcasts, but uh, blogs with Squarespace and WordPress to kind of do the same sort of thing. So that's, that's what we're talking about doing. And the PodCamp site has been updated. So we've got some additional information up there for anybody who wants to check it out. That's uh, PodCampPittsburgh.com. And we're going to have some additional announcements and such over the next couple of days, couple of weeks, and couple of months leading into the event. I'm going to just barrage everyone with (laughs) come to PodCamp, come to PodCamp.
0: So basically, (laughs) day one is going to be typical PodCamp as you remember it, you know, sessions and, and, you know, we're talking about doing something interesting for the keynote as well to kind of get people moving with things, and uh, and beyond that. And so, so people want to submit for uh, sessions where, like I said, it's going to be we have what two open rooms of of five, sessions,
3: five blocks, two open rooms. So we essentially right. have ten open sessions, and, and, and we are going to be very selective this year. Usually mm-hmm. in, in years past, it's been if you pitch a session, unless it's completely horrible and you sound like you're a snake oil salesman we let you pit or we let you, know, you
0: versus this year. If it's like three of us want to talk about WordPress, well, okay, then we we need to pick and choose.
3: Well, even, even the WordPress thing, I think unless it's, unless it's something outside of the scope that can be discussed on Sunday when mm-hmm. we're doing the, the hands-on, I think it's going to be one of those things that, okay, we're going to cover the basics for WordPress. If you want to learn more, come back on, on Sunday and we're going to work with you, which also means that we're going to put a call out for, specialists with each of these different things. So podcasting, WordPress, Squarespace, so that it's not just our group of five people teaching everybody how to do it the next day. It's kind of a network community teaching event where we can have, you know, I want to reach out to, to Crystal O'Connor with Libsyn. She usually does our podcasting 101, 201, and 301 sessions. And to have her and some of the other people from Libsyn on hand to help firsthand with the podcasting instruction on sunday i think would be a really great opportunity so that's that's the game plan that's the vision and we're about two months out
0: there you go it's happening
3: it's happening dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun.
0: mixing it up a little bit keep it fresh and we'll have information about the meet and greet as well which
3: you know, somebody has a perfectly awesome space yeah. here in Beachview, and you're it's you're right on the T line, anything. so it's easily accessible. Nice from window, downtown. people walking by, you know. <laughs> so, yeah.
0: So, there you go. Um, We'll be in there in, in some form uh, as well. Actually, I'm going to be doing the uh, uh, podcasting for 101, of course. So
3: Well, it's, yeah.
0: Podcasting, whatever we're calling it. <laughs> intro the podcasting
3: well if you pull up the website i actually I, have the i'm too over busy there.
0: watching this fashion blogging in pittsburgh oh, uh, video Mistic, yeah. uh, that's uh the panel from last year. <laughs>
3: yeah, it's one of the videos from last year but seriously if sort if you if you pull it up there's actually a schedule that's kind of is. filled out with with our basic so you have an concepts. idea
0: you have an idea about uh when if you can only make it one day or a section and see if it's something yeah that, if, uh, if you're
3: if you're going to pick a day to come to PodCamp, i would suggest it be sunday this year Mm. Just just going to throw that out there cuz I think mm. I think if you're looking to really get down to the nitty gritty with it I think you're going to get more out of Sunday than Saturday.
0: Wow. Hmm. Right? It's going to be hands-on if you're somebody who likes the hands-on it's going to be the way to go. So all right, Marta, what's up? Marta on the move.
1: <laughs> like, oh, it's me.
0: Where 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 can people find you and is there anything coming up you want to 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 let people know
1: um, yeah. about uh you guys can find me on marta on the twitter at i can't find marta i have two events coming up one is on friday the 13th uh my part three of true spooky stories of pittsburgh with john shalkowski from the odd mysterious and fascinating history of pittsburgh we're doing that at carnegie coffee company on friday the 13th as a live podcast and keep open your schedules for january 5th i have my 100th Episode celebration, I'm bringing back the match game at City Theater where I'm going to pull contestants out of the audience. I'm going to bring them on stage. We have uh, Pittsburgh celebrities Rick Seaback, Kelly Mays coming, comedian Dave Bracey, and magic by Lee Turbosic. music, drinks by Helicon Brewery. It's going to be awesome. And you can find the tickets on Eventbrite under Marta Match and also True Spooky Stories of Pittsburgh.
0: There you go. Go check it out. John Jachilla, he's dot .net.
2: .net, Chilla on the Twitter, John Jachilla on the Facebook.
0: There you go. Um, that's it? Nothing Nothing big coming up for hey, you?
2: Uh, actually, for, uh, stay tuned tomorrow. Samsung is doing another Unpacked event, so we're probably going to see more devices.
0: There you go. Are, are you Are you going to be getting your, your hands on Android Oreo? That was announced yesterday after the eclipse. Uh,
2: I... Well, I do not have a Nexus device capable of running oh. it, but one of the interesting announcements that was in tandem with that, um, Google has promised um, that there's a number of vendors, including Samsung, that will have Oreo updates out by the end of the year. Um, since this is Samsung's uh, last major device of 2017, I'm guessing we're going to see oreo hit relatively quickly as well as i'm hearing rumors that the the oreo update for some vendors is being uncoupled from the carrier so we will potentially see some of those devices but from what i'm hearing kraus may be getting a device or upgrading to a new device that will get oreo so we may be able to tap on him for a quick preview
0: kraus i sent you some dates let me know when you went on the show out there uh, all right go check it out we'll be talking about that of course in the F- awesome cast facebook group and uh, on social media and everything i'll lean up and I'm, I'm sure more in the coming weeks um again please check out everything at awesomecast.com subscribe rate review patreon.com slash awesome or share the awesomeness with a friend thank you to our awesome guests you've been our awesome you've been our awesome audience have an awesome week i had an awesome brain fart